The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm host Michael Dow, and I'm talking tonight with Sue Timberlake. <gasps> hey there. Hey there. And John Roberts. Hi. Hey. And uh, yeah, we're uh, talking about all the news that's fit to broadcast over the airwaves. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't sound as good. <laughs> But uh, if you want to get in touch with us and talk to us about what you think is uh, worth talking about, or uh, either to expand upon what we say or else belabor us for not having talked about the right things, uh, that's that's your prerogative and your constitutional God-given right. And That's freedom of speech. Right. <laughs> and if you want to do that, you should email us, civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Uh, or uh, at Civil Politics FM on Twitter, or Facebook.com slash Civil Politics Radio, or uh, our website, which is quite simply CivilPoliticsRadio.com. And that has recordings of previous episodes of the show and supplemental episodes that we did. And John, we just put out another supplemental episode this week, and uh, it's actually pretty good. And I'm trying to remember what we talked about on it now, just listening to it like It was about the yesterday. Uh, Big Tent Right, 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 right. Like, is it a, do we have a big tent? Um, things like that. We, we, we censorious lefties. Yes, I don't know. Uh, I think we have a pretty big tent, but but if it doesn't, I don't know. The whole thing about uh, um, who's included and who isn't. If you include everybody, you you don't really have a tent. You just have everybody. And if you don't include anyone, then you don't have anything. So it's like you know, there there has to be an in and out at some point. Yeah, we can't be beholden to uh, like purity tests or um, like very strict rules about who we let in, or else we'll be like you know the Republicans. But uh, <gasps> who said that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. But um, I think we it also, was Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Ooh, uh, but we also can't just accept all opinions and all ideas because some of them are objectively wrong. So I, if someone says, I don't, I don't think black people should exist. Then I'm like, I don't want you in the tent. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't either. And if someone says objectively, uh, you know, Donald Trump, you know, didn't lose the 2020 election. Well, that's just wrong. Um, And I mentioned Dan Crenshaw. I don't know if you saw this, but he was at a fundraising event in Texas the other day. And he, uh, told the crowd, like, look guys, I, 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 you know, I understand your partisan fervor, but in the end, Trump lost, you know, and we are beating a dead horse or, you know, words to that effect, but it's like, we you know, we're beating a dead horse. If we keep going on about how that's going to change, it's like, it's not. Did he get booed? Oh yeah. <laughs> Dare to be booed. <laughs> yeah. So. And called a rhino. And called a rhino, yes. 
So um, I, I don't I, feel bad for him. I, I don't either. He's a horrible person. I used to say I'm a Republican with a small R because I'm real. I'm going to reclaim it. I'm I'm the Republican and the people like me with the big R. It's those other people that have the small R. <laughs> uh, sure. If you, I mean, you know, the other people have the letterhead, the the mailing lists, the physical buildings and uh, other infrastructure and the huge piles of money in the bank. So, I mean, yeah, if you want to say that they're not the real Republican Party, that's that's cool. I'm not sure. Well, and they keep, you know, how that holds up. They keep soliciting me to, you know, be on this honor roll and do this and put my name on things. And it's like, why are they bothering to solicit me? They they must need me. But oh yeah, you know, I I am not lending my name to what is going on. Well, they, really... they 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 I get <laughs> fundraising emails from them. You know, they, yeah. they they just want the money and. You know, no, these are aside from those fundraising things I get from the Democrats too. No, this yeah. is this is more you know, you know, hurry they up and need sign people. this. Yeah, they need people, and, yeah. and I, I think a lot of people like me are just like, well, I mean, you know, you call, are, call me when it's over. <laughs> yeah, you are a Massachusetts Republican. True, you are in in this. I don't know if you're getting emails from the state party or the national Both. party. I mean, honestly, if I was a Republican in Republican leadership in Massachusetts, I would be just knocking on your door one like every few months like trying to get you to volunteer or just be counted because yeah. uh the because you're there's not a lot of there's not enough republicans to really make a dent in a lot of massachusetts policy yep. so the more people that they have and the more people that will vote like you know they need the metrics they need the the analytics so yeah. Just you signing your name on something would be beneficial for them. I, I think they've lost. Not. I think they've lost a lot of people in the party, and I think that'll be interesting to see what happens with it. But yeah. you know, the people that in private say things, but they won't say them in public. Well, and they're it's Cowards. it's getting <laughs> you know particularly difficult. Jellyfish, did I hear? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but it, it's getting particularly difficult because. Uh, it's one thing to be like, man, you know, I don't like the Democrats because they're, you know, I, I don't, I, they, they want to put too much power in the central government. I don't think that's a good way to address, you know, pressing problems like climate change. We need broad citizen-based free market solutions or whatever. You know, I mean, like, I, I don't agree, but it's like, I get that. And you're like, you know, because you're still focused on like basic problems like, oh, crap, have you seen the IPCC report? That's bad. <laughs> we need to do something about climate change right away. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. You agree you with me are. on that, right? <laughs> yes. IPCC report, alarming climate change, huge problem we need to deal with. It's yes. It's been a problem for a hundred years almost. Right. But but it's it's a crisis right now. We need to yeah. deal with it urgently. Yeah. And the yeah. report just restated what they've been saying yeah. before. Yeah. With, with with the evidence is clearer now and yeah. it's gotten worse. Yeah. No. And they, they've, they've sounded the alarm and anybody that's a scientist knows that right. we're, in, we're in trouble. Right. And so, I think common people are starting to feel it because- Right. It's affecting them. Right. Because, you know, their towns in California are burning down or whatever. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the heat wave is coming through. So, yeah. So, um, so just, you know, you and I have some real differences about like what our policy goal should what be and what our policy are. means should be. Yeah. But we both agree like, oh, crap, we don't want to die. You know, we don't want human civilization to collapse. That would be bad. <laughs> yeah. It's more like my grandchildren that I'm worried about. Right. Oh. Well, <laughs> sure. You know, I mean, you know, if I had grandkids, I'd be worried about that. I'm certainly. Well, and you're much younger, so I can worry about you guys. So, I, But yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm that I'm, much younger. 
I'm old enough that, you know, well, we're I, in the Northeast and, you know, as I, as I'm, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I do actually have a, like a, like a crazy goal to my plan to live, to be a hundred years old, my hundred year plan. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty good. It is. Well, here's the thing. I'm in the second half of that. You know, the first half is completed for better or for worse. So I'm in the harder second half part. So the next quarter century will be tough, but the quarter century after that will be... Oof. Yeah. If, yeah. if we go on this... Yes. I see what you're saying. As, as my health and, and abilities decline uh, ever further... <laughs> It'll be nice and warm so you won't be cold. Well, that's something. <laughs> Depending where you are. Yeah. So all, all of which is to say, uh, you know, unfortunately, as a political unit, the most and I've said this on the show before, but the most vocal parts of the Republican Party are being defined by the people who, you know, they're just, I guess, contrarian, you know, like, like everything's partisan. There is actually an oppositional disorder where you cannot help it. And you right. just disagree with anything anybody says. Right. And yeah. that seems to be, be, seems to be what it I is. You I know, knew the DSM, but there is an actual Oppositional defiant disorder, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and you know, and it, it's How like- How do you know about that? Just kidding. <laughs> Why, who told you to ask? <laughs> um, <laughs> excuse me, Ms. Excuse me, Ms. Librarian. Can you tell me where to find the books on paranoia? They're right behind you. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So we're gonna get cards and letters. We, I, know. <laughs> I hope so. I'd love to. Uh, you know. So just just send them to Mike. <laughs> right. Exactly. Send them to. Uh, uh, Mike Dow's a big fat idiot <laughs> care of Valley Free Radio 140 Pine Street Florence Massachusetts 01062 um, so you know it's it's hard when it's like alright so we didn't talk a bit much about uh, Governor Mario Cuomo last week and it's, it's it, it, you know I think there's other things we want to move on to he resigned but I'm glad he resigned <laughs> Uh-huh. I was surprised. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm I'm really glad. He's I, terrible. I saw a tweet um a, a little while ago and it was it was pretty interesting. They, they were they were saying um uh when when this when this came out like the and like the president said he should leave like his his state party said like please leave you know everybody was saying yeah. like you should leave uh when that sort of thing comes out on on the republican side nobody re nobody resigns um not usually anyway and they were saying well that's the difference like everybody was saying get out nobody says get out in the Republican Party, well, like, currently, like really, I think the turning point was when the Access Hollywood tape came out with Donald Trump talking about, you know, how he liked to sexually assault women, and you know, what was his, what's his name, Billy Bush or whatever, was laughing yeah. and whatnot, you know, and like there are a few Republicans like, whoa, that's really bad, and then like a couple of days went by, silence, yeah, and it's like, well, I guess we're okay with that now, yeah, and yeah. Billy Bush lost his job, yeah, which yeah. I mean. <laughs> You know, like fair. Can I, can I, I say something was... about Billy Bush? Yeah, go ahead. It, the, it, uh, knowing what I know, and I'm not an expert, but knowing what I know about um, how humans work, the yeah. laughter that he that he uh, it sounded nervous. It sounded like he was just like, I'm doing my job. Yeah, you know, kind like, of thing. Like, I agree with you. I actually yeah. it, it, heard that. He also. went a little more than 
he should have. And I think that's that is he went over the line. But if I was in that situation, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, let's get this I, interview over. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. oh, I mean, he wasn't even being interviewed. He was. Well, just, I meant he, yeah. the next part. They were yeah, yeah they're walking conversation. Yeah, yeah, I'm not in a position them. where I can tell you you you're terrible and I, and you suck and get out of here. Yeah. So I've got to continue to at least pretend we can get along. Plus, if you're not prepared for something like that, oh yeah, it, it I would be like, huh, huh? Uh, it's like a, it's like it's when a someone's shocking. like directly racist at me right exactly. you know like yeah. there are two options for my brain to go it's just freeze because it's something so abhorrent that you're like i don't know how to process this yeah or it's to pop them billy bush could not pop uh <laughs> trump in the mouth punching know? yeah punching somebody in the mouth who's like about to be a guest on his show is yeah. just not gonna fly um, um like he that takes more bravery than I would expect out of even myself. I would like, I think if, I think if I acted the way that he did, I should bear some consequences. Um, because it was like, he was in, in that moment, he was like in charge of the, of the guest. He was their agent. Yeah. Yeah. And they did, they, yeah. Yeah. Have some policies. Yeah. They even, even in privacy, like you really shouldn't accept some behavior like that or like, okay, let's move on or something like that. Ha ha ha. You know, I've done that before, but, um, change the subject. I felt kind of bad for him. Not a lot, but I know that if it were, like I said, if it were me, I don't know if I would, do something very, very different. You know what well, I'm saying? As a member of the of the extended Bush family, he's probably not living on food stamps in a trailer down yeah. by the river, you know? Yeah. So I mean like yeah. he could afford to quit, maybe. Well, yeah. I I mean well, he you was know, fired. I don't yeah. I don't I don't wanna <laughs> No, no, I'm saying but do something that would cost yeah. him Oh today. yeah, yeah. He could have yeah. like there there probably was the option of saying like yeah. don't know what are you doing? You know, yeah. shut up, you know. You know that's a crime, right? It's yeah. it's tr- like Growing like I, I think I'm a, I'm a little younger than him, but growing, or or Mike might be the the same age as as him right now. But we grew up through the 80s and 90s. Yeah. We grew up with Trump being like the the standard of rich of rich guys, a rich buffoon. Exactly. He we grew up with Trump being everywhere, being like commanding respect, even though he didn't deserve it. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Like well, he was always like like crass, uh, uh, venial, spiteful, yeah, and and stupid, yeah. You know, like if you go back and like, I remember Doonesbury making fun of him back in the '90s for like just how crappy he was. There's a you there's know, a and, some more news video about how he was the uh, archetype for he was the archetype for uh, all the villains. In, in 90s movies. Yeah, like Back to the Future, for example. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't mean to 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 defend Billy Bush like uh, like a ton. I'm I'm just yeah. it, there there are things that you, humans so. do, like in especially in terms of when we are confronted with a weird situation that we don't know how to deal with and it's incurred by a by a famous person. Well, who we are hardwired to say like, okay, this person's above me. I don't know what to do with this. You know? Well, I don't know if Billy Bush was necessarily thinking that, but it's, there's just the- no, Subconsciously. That's well, if we're talking, if we're having a conversation and someone casually just goes, you know, Negroes are whatever, you know, it's like, uh, 
you know, and I'm like, wait, do I wait? Uh, do I need to now ditch the normal like conventions of polite conversation? Exactly. Like, I think I do. Wait, but like, you know, how do I approach this? Right. How do I yeah. change gears? It's not something I've had had a lot of experience doing, so it's not impossible that I would not do well in the moment. But if you're not prepared for it. It's really hard to break out of it. Yeah. But anyway, we've we've spent a lot of time on. That. I, I just I, I just like I, just I agree. Think about that stuff a lot. But it is also why, in the end, I am glad that Governor Cuomo uh, is resigning because uh, whatever. You know, one whatever accomplishments and and positive legacy he might have from uh, his time in the job as governor, and I'm not saying there aren't any, but you know, like I don't think that they are inextricably connected to his bullying, harassing, sexually inappropriate behavior. Um, you know, I mean, I think he's a bully to everybody, and I think it sort of expresses itself in a sexual way with women specifically. But I mean, he's you know, like there's the counts of him being a jerk in a in a non grabby way, yeah, non sexualized. Telling way. reps that he'd ruin their ruin them right. if they disagreed. Right. So I have a little positive note, just a minor, minor, just us feminists try and find no, I, stuff where we can. It's a, it's a it's it's good that he's going. So Bill Cosby took fifty women. And they still let him off the hook recently. Yeah, that was a big Cuomo, mistake. it only took 11. And yeah. soon we'll get to where it'll only take one. <laughs> yeah. He, what, hold on. Cosby didn't get off from that. It was a technicality. But I'm he still saying still, it was 50 that took took him down. And it, it was only one of the 50 that stuck. Yeah. And there, now I'm saying yeah. it's 11, which is fewer women it took to bring Cuomo down. And I'm saying I'm looking forward to the day when it takes one. Yeah. I, that, that will be a good That'll day. That'll be equality. When, when, you know, non pale skinned, non male people actually are treated seriously. Yeah. Taken seriously. So anyway, so governor Cuomo, I'm glad he's going. I think even white women should be taken seriously. Oh, I completely agree. Oh, I thought you were saying, I say, yeah, you know, like, you know, the world listens to me more. Because <laughs> of how I look, they do, and how I sound, and it's, it's it's you know, and there are times when that's fine, uh, when I'm happy about that, and it's certainly convenient. And on occasion, I actually have real insight and wisdom to share with the world, and it would do well to listen to me. <clears throat> I don't know how often that happens. Uh, probably much less often than I feel it. John is going for a button. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> now it's just going to do the look. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not batting zero. <laughs> you know what? What? Uh, you know, like in in the grand scheme of things, you know, broken clock. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll I, I I won't argue the point. I'm just saying I'm not batting twice, z- twice in a hundred years. Huh? I'm not batting zero. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, so I'm glad Cuomo's going. Uh, and I I. I, I I'm glad that uh, the Democratic Party and lefties like me remember that in the end, it's about what we stand for and not who we're fighting against. Like those can get confused, and I I think I think if the Republican Party is going well, it is 
going wrong, I think as a whole, it's because it's like too many of the of the prominent people in the party are defining themselves by who are they fighting against? It's like, well, we're against, you know, the Democrats and those lefties and the liberals and the atheists and blah, 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 blah. blah. So, oh, therefore, that getting vaccines and wearing masks in a pandemic, well, then we're against it, you know, <laughs> like whatever. They're therefore, you know, making the healthcare system work better. Well, then we're against it, you know. Well, I'm just glad infrastructure's making its way through because that's a that's a real shining yeah. point. It uh, is, though. Did you see the news out of the House of Representatives? One more thing about Cuomo. Yeah. Um, the Democrats in the state assembly have suspended his the uh, impeachment. They sure, suspended right. it because he's resigning. He's, he's announced yeah. his retirement. So he. Yeah. I'd do it anyway. They've suspe- suspended it today. Uh, I right. just want to let everybody. Oh, uh, they should have just stayed on track so that he really was gone in two weeks. Um. But infrastructure, they can yeah. pick it up again anytime. So, I mean, why lose a minute? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, if if he if he if he weasels out of his his statement that he he would leave in fourteen days, then you know they can always fast track it. They can just say, "Hey, show of hands, does Cuomo <laughs> suck and we want him gone?" <laughs> yep. Okay, he's gone. You know, I mean. Like these procedures can be very fast and loose. I mean, when they uh, uh, impeached Andrew Johnson, I mean, admittedly, that's federal and not yeah, the state of New York. The state of New they York impeached Andrew got, Johnson. It took them like 18 hours. <laughs> they have Byzantine rules in New York, from what I understand. Uh, yeah, I understand that too. Um, uh, again, the podcast that I like to listen to, Opening Arguments, did an interesting breakdown of how this works in New York and contrasted how New York doesn't allow for the recall of elected officials and contrasted that to how California does and yeah. how that could be problematic in California with Governor Newsom facing oh, recall. Always. But yeah. yeah. But and what they did to Gray Davis out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. that was because of Enron. Yeah, yeah, which, oh, man. Uh so that, that there's a whole lot to unpack there, and there's no and, and you know I'm not like a total fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I have respect for Arnold. Schwarzenegger. Did you hear what he said the other day? Yes. Oh yeah, that was a great He's quote. Like, Your freedom isn't just you, you know <laughs> other people's lives matter. You're like it, stop being babies. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. yeah. Specifically, screw your freedom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it's like oh okay so you know has like he's looking through the right end of the telescope anyway like again you know it's like we i may well disagree with him about a ton of things but he's like focusing on like the how about we not how about we save lives in a pandemic maybe that'd be good <laughs> i've i've said this before but for the listeners who are new to us but there's um, nobody running nobody like him with either, either that kind of stature or basic logic running on the republican side so in the recall you know election. what the kennedy's called arnold uh, any well, number he was of married. Things? No, he was, you know, yeah, I know married. he was married to Maria uh, Kennedy Shriver. Yeah. yeah, they called him Conan the Republican <laughs> <laughs> at dinner at the dinner parties. So, <laughs> well, anyway, so a group of uh, quote unquote moderate Democratic Congress people, uh, nine of them, I believe, Jamra can correct me on this if I'm wrong or post links, I'm sure, because you're you're doing that, right? Using the hashtag civil references as we go, right? Yep. Okay. Thumbs up. So I believe nine of them wrote to Nancy Pelosi. And it, so you may have heard that, you know, progressives like Massachusetts own Ayanna Presley and uh, uh, AOC and Ilan Omar and, you know, the Rashida Tlaib, you Corey know, the, Bush. Corey Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to Corey Bush. So uh, the, 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 you know, the, the, 
I, I don't remember how many people are in the squad. Progressive Congress. But, oh, no, squad. Well, not nine just re- the squad. Nine Republicans in the, or sorry, nine Democrats. moderate Democrats. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> the squad has sl- added uh, Corey Bush and I forget the guy from New Brooklyn, York. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. But but also just like there is a larger progressive caucus that beyond the quote unquote squad. I mean, I don't know if Katie Porter's in the squad, but no. she's definitely progressive and I respect her. Um so that progressive caucus in Congress has made it clear that they will not vote for this infrastructure package that's come through the Senate with, you know, actual Republican support, you know, which is huge, you know, $1.2 trillion. But they've said, we won't vote for that until the Senate also sends us the uh, reconciliation package with Green New Deal stuff that we want about climate change and, you know, Childcare and pre-K and so forth, and um, you know they they said basically, yeah, we're 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 not going to vote for the thing the moderates want until they push through the thing that we want. Is it possible and that it will pass anyway? Because no. there are only nine of them. No, no, because uh, the margin in the House of Representatives, I think, is six votes. That's, it's it's less than ten votes that the I'm Democrats saying- have. So if the Democrats vote as a block. And I'm saying, what if there's 20 Republicans that go for the bipartisan bill? They could they could wash out the progressive nine. It's way more than nine. I think it's yeah. 90. Yeah. I, the number I heard, and I don't, I I was yeah. like, I heard somebody talking, and I'm like, I don't know if this is true. Oh, there's 90 in the progressive. Caucus. That's what I, I I was like. I, is that right? I mean, I I'd have to check, and it may it might be 90 across both House and Senate. I don't know. So I don't want to be like, I know mm-hmm. the answer to this because I don't. But. Apparently, it's a large enough number that it's hard to uh, uh, wash it out. Um, but these the, the margin is narrow enough. So this group of nine Democrats saying, we won't vote, you know, uh, we insist that the uh, infrastructure bill be voted on right now. Nose to spite your face. Because we don't, di- we don't, we, you know, we can't wait. It's too important. And we won't vote for the other thing if we don't get what we want right now. And while Pelosi's going to handle that, do you know what she's saying to them? No. She's saying, do you really want to be the Democrats that sank the Biden administration? Do you really want to throw the whole agenda into, is it really worth it to you for your principles? And we'll see, because that's quite a statement. It is. Yeah. Well, and and the the converse is true. There are progressives saying, like, look, you know, we're we are making our vote on the inf- on the infrastructure bill contingent upon, you know, the the reconciliation budget package coming through with with what we want to push for. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, this becomes a, a real issue because. You know, if I was the if I were in the progressive caucus myself, I wouldn't trust those other Congress people, those other those quote unquote moderate Democrats. I'd be like, I don't trust you guys not to not to weasel on us, not to turn around and 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 you know, like you pinky swear, but then you won't don't come <laughs> through when the time comes. And we have to like chip away further what we want. It's like, no, no. Like, you know, we're with you if you're with us, but your track record suggests to us that we can't count on you. So now you want to, yeah. So now, you know, like if it's so important, uh, you know, uh, you know, if it's like, if we have to trust you and you have to trust us, well, this time you have to trust us first. 
Yeah. That, that's that's what I would do. And that's the trouble with that is they're, they're asking that of their colleagues in the House, and yet really it's the Senate where it has to happen. So, yeah. Sure. But the thing is the, 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 the Democrats in the Senate do want also the infrastructure plan, the quote unquote bipartisan infrastructure bill they just voted through to pass. But yeah, it's 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 we'll see what 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 the Senate can do. And you part can, of the problem is, you know, Joe Manchin especially seems to just value compromise for its own sake. Just like, you know, any kind of negotiation and accommodation and I'll, you know, meet you in the middle and scratch your back and you scratch mine and whatnot just seems to him like a like a positive value in its own right. But you know, when you're accommodating uh, like an uh, an evil actor like Mitch McConnell who cares about nothing but he voted for the bipartisan bill, sure, because it doesn't cost him anything. You know, and it's full of stuff that's like it's fine, and like you can say, yeah, I'm good. You know, like it, it gives him cover for the other yeah, but crappy at least things it's he can do. No agenda item for Joe Biden. He could take that position like he did with Obama. So sure. I think we're going to see the but medal think, of Nancy Pelosi. I, th- I think she's going to go down in history as the best speaker that this country ever had. Well, that would be good. You know, or at least the most effective, whether you agree with what she does or not. She may be one of the. That would be a nice yeah. change. Yeah. yeah. So, but so, do you? Are, are I don't know. What's your What's your advice as a? I know we're going to take a break in a moment. Thanks for oh. pointing <laughs> Glock as actually. Wasn't looking at it, but um, <laughs> what would you like? Do you think this is a this is the kind of hardball that Mitch McConnell's been doing all the time for years? Are you like, yeah, this is a good idea, or like, no, this isn't going to work for you? Yeah, that's what I think. The Democrats are barking up the wrong tree. I think they're using all the leverage they have, but they're kind of like they're going to get they're going to get foxed. They yeah. are, and Cause, I because th- you don't think they have enough leverage to pull it off. I don't. Or I think people are trying to make darn sure they don't, and the Republicans could make up the votes, and that that would that would really that would dis uh, disarm the Democrats. They're giving my party I, I just, the window to to just go fine. We'll vote for the the infrastructure you want it. Biden wants it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah maybe, maybe called. What is it? Not bluff um, in poker. I call you. Call your bluff. I yeah. call your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Raise, I'll, I'll raise, I'll, I'll, I'll raise you a thousand dollars, and I'll call it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so could be. Uh, at the same time, like I said, the Republican Party does seem to be very much interested in, very much focused in being contrarian. So it might just be like, wow, you know. But I mean, anything to agree with Joe Biden, who of course stole the election, and you know, mm-hmm. yada yada yada. So the more effective, the more effective uh, attack that that the Republicans probably would take, and especially the. Uh, the smaller Republicans that you were <laughs> smaller, the, the not the non Republicans that you were that you were talking about, the before. lizard people that have um, taken over the <laughs> they uh, the 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 smarter I think they play do for them. In the lizard people too. Don't I don't they? know. The smarter play for them would be to say, "Well, okay, you're not going to vote for it. Uh, guess what." We won't vote for it either since you don't yeah. want to vote for it. And uh, fine, fine, you know, because they don't want to give Biden a win. They don't. If they gave Biden, like, this would be a win for Biden. It would be a win for being, Biden being yeah. bipartisan. So they, they think would, it's delicious that the progressives no are behaving this yeah, way. Yeah, there is no reason for them to vote for it yeah. at all. Unless you want to build out your bridges in your state and Which all they that. Don't want to. Yeah. I, I got to say, it doesn't seem like the Republican Party is very interested in building up America, like again, in terms of like the people who are actually in office and, and carrying the banner, you know, it's like, you know, 
Well, they want to build up business. They don't want to build up social. Sure. But I mean, you know, Governor DeSantis threatening to withhold the salaries from school administrators if they enforce a mask. Did he retract something today? Yeah, he had to because he didn't actually have the authority to do that. But yeah. But it was it it was a line he drew in the sand, anyways. Yeah. And uh, yeah, did you hear the pediatric ICUs are full up in Florida? Uh, yeah, isn't that awesome? Did you hear he had to ask Biden government for some help? He requested help. Oh yeah. He didn't want to hear blip from Biden, and then he's like, "But can hand, you send us some?" Yeah. That that's how it always <laughs> he, goes. The the local um, the local governments ask for respirators. He is actually saying, "I don't know about this. I'll have to take it." take a like the state itself did not request it it was the local governments he didn't he he didn't know about the the respirators going to the different yeah. hospitals he's that far gone yeah say good night dick Such a jerk. i just got a poll with him on the would you want him to be president no 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 no, no. <laughs> well i i hope he loses his re-election bid next year and that way we don't have to worry about oh uh, there's a lot of Elderly Northerners in Florida, I think there's some. I think there'll be some pushback on him, who are very so. worried about the the virus. Do you know all the transplants? I hope so. Well, we're gonna pl- t- play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs now as we take a short break here on Valley Free Radio. Uh, but don't go away. We'll be back with more civil politics in just a couple of minutes. So don't go away. We'll be right back. STDs often have no symptoms, but if left untreated, they can lead to serious health problems, especially for young women. Every year in the U.S., about 24,000 women become infertile from untreated STDs, which means they may never be able to have kids. It's important to get tested regularly. All STDs are treatable. Many are curable. GYT, get yourself tested. Go to GYTnow.org to find a testing center near you. A message from CDC. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Did you know there is a CSA from which you can get locally brewed beer shares? Or that there is a delivery service that can bring produce from local farms to your door every week? Farm to Fork is a radio program dedicated to revealing the history of the food system in the Pioneer Valley and exploring the bounty the valley has to offer. The program tackles the complex issues surrounding food, drink, and every kind of nutrient with their individual production schemes and consumer markets. These topics and more Tuesdays at 7 p.m. on Farm to Fork, Valley Free Radio, 103.3 FM, WXOJLP, Northampton. You may know Dakin Humane Society is a great place to adopt a pet, but we offer so much more for animals than the people who love them. Our community clinic is New England's largest spay-neuter provider. Each week, we hold a vaccine and microchip clinic with affordable fees. We operate a pet food bank in conjunction with our community partners, so no member of your family goes hungry. Our website has information about these services and more. If you'd like to support animals in need, please visit DakinHumane.org. They depend on us. And we depend on you. Domestic. And we're back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP, 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. John was still here. Suits Sue's still here. And yep. I, Mike, am still here. <laughs> and it's the A team. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, pity the fool. Um, <laughs> so we're switching gears a little bit to talk about uh, uh, one of the worst foreign policy misadventures in the history of this country if uh 
not human I think, civilization. I think Iraq was worse because Afghanistan, at least there was a reason. Uh, yeah, well, we are, uh, you know, pulling out of uh, Afghanistan and uh, things are, are heading into just collapse and the Taliban appears to be and everyone uh, could, over. could predict that. That's yeah. why Trump wanted to get out and he didn't. He probably was smart enough to know that this is exactly what would happen. Well, he did actually sign an agreement to get out next year. Yeah. And uh, I believe the Taliban had made it clear that if we didn't actually hold up to that, if we weren't out by April, you know, getting out by April of next year, they would start actively targeting U.S. personnel again, which yeah. apparently they haven't been. Yeah. You know, because they wanted to have us leave. So, so what did the Afghan government do? Because the Taliban are not part of the government at the no, moment. No, they are not. I don't know what I, what the Afghanis agreed to. Well, yeah. I think I don't know that they. I don't know in the end that they had much sway over this because, um, you know, um, getting involved in a war in Afghanistan it was a was a dubious idea. You know, thinking back <clears throat> eighteen. 19 years to 2002 when we went in. I was just like... And we flushed Osama bin Laden out of there and into Pakistan. They they knew where he was. There were a lot of reports of where he was. And yeah. we didn't close in on him. And he had, he's well, you squirted know, across the border. As, as, as then President George W. Bush made clear, you know, getting the guy responsible for 9-11 wasn't actually that important. It's just, you know, going into Afghanistan, throwing our weight around... And you know, setting it up as sort of a prelude to invade Iraq, which was the real goal, yeah. uh, that was what was important. But the, you know, the the fact is, we were actually quite effective, and and within sure. within a year, we could have we could have just pulled out again, and maybe the Taliban would have returned. But you know, they wouldn't give Osama bin Laden up. They weren't actually, you know. Well, I mean, they could have. We, they weren't Al Qaeda. They just were harboring if him. The, if the Bush administration had had actually prioritized getting Osama bin Laden in two thousand two, they probably would have. You know, like he he was easier to find than when Obama, the Obama administration, chased oh, yeah. him down in twenty ten. Christian Science Monitor actually had, you know, they're really good newspaper. You yeah, I remember them. Yeah, out of Boston. Uh, well, no, they're actually out of. Um, uh, Iowa, Ohio, Christian Science. There's a Christian Science church in in uh, Boston. True, that's the mother church. But the um, oh, I thought Christian the, I Science, thought their offices were in Boston because I knew somebody who wrote for them who lived in Boston. Yeah, the Christian Science Monitor actually was always published out of the Midwest somewhere. Oh, okay. but just anyway. a fantastic journal and and yep. unrelated. Doesn't talk about religion at all. It's actually just a news yep. paper and has won numerous awards. But they they said where he was. And I can't think of the town where they they found him. They're in Boston. They're in Boston. Christian yeah. Science Monitor? Uh, that's what their mailing address says on their website. Huh. Yeah. Uh, 210 Massachusetts Avenue, Boston, Mass. Yeah. Like I said, I knew somebody, uh, I know yeah. somebody used to, somebody used yeah. to date my brother for a little while, I guess, you yeah. know, back in the day. Well, that is the mother church, but I believe the editor and everybody's out in the Midwest. So. I, at, well, at this point <laughs> with the internet, they could be anywhere on earth that's got good connections. I mean, so. even in the beginning. So that aside, <laughs> that aside. <laughs> An unimportant detail. <laughs> the Christian Science Monitor is a good newspaper and um, unrelated to religion. It's it's, it's sure, own, and they they actually own. they actually had somebody had a sit down with Bin Laden, as I recall. Well, they they actually published where he was, and I forget the town. Bor Bor Arbor Boreal Boreal Tora Bora Tora Bora. Yeah, and they they every 
they knew where he was, and so right. did our military, and they they gave him a place to escape out of. So because they, they didn't want him to be a martyr, I guess. But, I, I I don't honestly don't know what they were thinking, but um, yeah. they certainly. They want to keep and, the war going because well, if Bush, they Bush, him, they Bush probably is on record like, the, to like, like there are, you know, like it is a, a documented fact that he basically said, "I don't really care. Let him go. It's not important. I'm not fussed about it." Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact words, yeah. but he made it clear that it wasn't a priority yeah. of his administration. Well, that's because, as you said, he was going to Iraq to pay him back for what they did to his dad. So, which is nonsense. Yeah. Um, but in any event, it's um, or to best his father, I guess maybe. More like it. So, so Afghanistan, um, while it was uh, in some way connected to uh, what actually happened on nine eleven and had some some logic, it was extremely poorly handled by the uh, Republican administration at the time, and um, by the time uh, the Obama administration took over. Really, kind of the the moment had been lost. Uh, you know, like in two thousand and two, early on in the war, you know, militarily we were very successful in part because, uh, you know, they hadn't actually had to fight, uh, uh, you know, an enemy with the kind of resources and technology that we had. But you know, they 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 had time to to you know our, the Taliban and whatnot had time to learn what to do. So, you know. And we trained some of them because they were in the in the right. Afghan troops that we were training. That too, and they just got a lot of equipment. <laughs> that too. So yeah. I think the whole entire venture was uh, deeply misguided. Uh, I I I don't know what the real point was. I don't know what we accomplished that was worth uh, all the money and uh, uh, dead bodies uh, that it that it well, piled up. Well, if Bush co-opted it, I think the initial target was correct. Even though they were all Saudi people on the planes. I certainly see the logic of going after Al-Qaeda, but a a limited incursion. I mean, that that I, I, you know, is the the reasoning that President Biden is giving for like, look, we should have been out of here a long time ago. Like we went in there to get bin Laden and the people behind 9-11. We did that 10 years ago. Time to go home. Yeah. And I agree. And, uh you know uh we've we've invested time and energy in things like trying to promote you know uh, uh nation building nation building you know secular education and 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 empowerment for you know women in politics and education and whatnot you know like that's why malala yusufzai was shot in the face because you know acid she got acid in the face no she got shot she uh, was shot in the head just like gabby giffords i thought she was um acid was thrown in her face you're thinking of someone else okay um uh so it's a uh uh you know like it really sucks that we are going to be leaving a lot of people who are you know not interested in the Taliban's theocracy you know high and dry that we uh you know even aside from our uh, apparently abandoning the people who uh, actually fought with us and you know worked for us and translated for our troops and whatnot. But what if the people don't stand up for themselves? They are trying to stand up for themselves. All that, that equipment, and they're just abandoning their posts. They're just melting away and leaving the equipment. To... Some of them are, but my understanding is that part of the problem. All right, so 
Uh, I mean, there's a writer. And- there's a writer at Slate named Fred Kaplan who I thought laid this out pretty well, and he was like, "Okay, look, uh, when you're fighting an insurgency, the insurgents have the advantage of like they show up when they want to, and they attack where they want, and they can, you know, attack a concentrated force. Um, and if American you're, Revolution, and if you're defending, then you have to cover everything. Otherwise, you know, you've got vulnerable points that you lose to the enemy, and." Uh, in a in a modern context, it's possible to deal with that if you have you know good command and control infrastructure, and you've got you know the the transportation resources to put a whole bunch of troops in helicopters and quickly fly them over to where there's trouble, so you can move people to the hot spots when you need them to. And apparently, the Afghan army relied upon the United States to provide the the mechanisms you know the the equipment and the the resources to do that and since we've left we're not doing that so they are stuck in the situation of not being able to marshal their forces effectively where they need to be they are you know they, right they are the redcoats standing in the open while the while the the patriots shoot them from behind the rocks and trees and yet they live there so I just, you know, it's sort of like how much I just I I can't understand why why we need to make them fight for their own country. We've done we more than anybody. Well, could no, have. no, no. The, the the point is we don't. But a, like I said, the on a, on a tactical level, uh, our resources uh, really made it possible. But also, the larger problem is we. It's the same problem we had in southern Vietnam, like. The government's corrupt and dishonest, and nobody trusts them. You know, and we didn't even stage a coup like we did with what was his name, Ngo Dinh Diem. Remember who was like the 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 kleptocratic ruler of of, of South Vietnam, uh, and the guy we went in to support under JFK, and then we staged a coup and you know put our guy in. Yeah, but, put our guy in. Yeah, I think we yeah. actually assassinated Diem as well, didn't we? Let me ask you a question, Sue. That's before I was born, so I'm not sure. Let me ask you a question. You are let's let's say that Massachusetts, your home, yep. is not a part of the the United States. Uh, Europe, as a as a collective, has been sending troops to protect Massachusetts. Let's say just New England. I don't know how big Afghanistan <laughs> is because I'm an American. <laughs> I don't know anything. I think it's I think it's bigger than New England, but regardless, New England's New, New England's England. a good chunk of yeah. chunk of space. So they've been they've been supporting New England uh, for twenty years. Uh, they've been so they've been giving us uh, logistics, uh, additional troops, uh, hardware, tons of stuff to try to keep um, the yahoos from like Snooky from the Jersey Shore coming up and overwhelming sure. us. Because you know that's. <laughs> That's totally what's happening. Sure, why not? Look, we so have they, a situation, have, is what I'm saying. We have a situation, and <laughs> it's been going on, and we are trying. And why are they supporting us? Hold on. Why not? Well, just motive. That's just because it, it be because some people from Rhode Island might have might have attacked Paris. their cousin. Is a cousin. I don't know. Okay. See, we're flipping the script here. Okay. I'm putting you in the in the position of the Afghani military. You know, as a Massachusetts resident. Yes. Yeah. You are charged with protecting your home. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Not the whole of New England, just 
Massachusetts. You sure I wasn't just there for the money and the glory? I, I no, because you know. live here. Because I'm I'm taking your example yep. of they live there. Yeah, they should be protecting their home. Yes, Europe pulls out like relatively quickly. Uh, they they've been training twenty uh, years isn't quickly. They, no, 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 no. Well, once they actually said <laughs> we're once pulling they out, said because the pullout right now has been under a year. Uh, they said. They Did I say Biden can't plan? Hold on. Okay. <laughs> what? Grapple with when the actual point he's making. Yes. Please. Okay. When we're um, when they're pulling out, like these these people that are attacking us are coming in. They've taken Maine. They've taken uh, New Hampshire. Uh, Vermont is falling. They are coming from Massachusetts. You do not have the structure. You do not have the hardware. As and they are taking out. If I lived here, if you if you lived here, you do live in Massachusetts. That's the point. That's the point. You, this is your home. No, I'm saying if I lived here, yeah, I would have would had an obligation mm-hmm. to want the Europeans to leave mm-hmm. and to own it myself. Okay. And I think the Afghani's didn't do that. You are the uh-huh. when when these people are coming, you are not going to die. You are going to get tortured. You are going to get captured. All the more reason I should have been, should have been. I'm not talking should have been. I'm talking the learning the, the, the situation right now. I'm saying that where you are right now, this is the this is the uh, the situation that you that you are in right now. I would not blame the Europeans. You would not blame the Europeans. You I would, would stay and fight. I would fight to the to death. The de- to the death. And oh. I would have had an obligation to learn the lessons for the free training I got, the military support I got. I had I had to I had to meet them halfway. The Afghan army, the problem with the Afghan army isn't their training. And it isn't you know, there are plenty of people in the Afghan army who really don't like the Taliban. That's not the issue. The issue is it takes more than just failure of leadership. Yeah. Well, failure of leadership, and that's at the national political level, you know? Like it's a corrupt government. And you know, and hey, who, Bing Sue, look at look at how unable you are to influence just the Republican Party, much less the actual government of the United States. But I still own it. I do still own it. See, I would right, but but yeah. now we're pulling out, and you're stuck. It, it, we're stuck, and you're like, okay, well, but what I are don't you look do? around for somebody else to blame. We're not talking about blame. We're talking about what do you do? Have you seen the press? the The Americans are leaving us hanging. Blah 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 blah. They shouldn't. Ha- they should do I, this. I mostly they see that coming from conservatives yeah. who are basically looking for an excuse to kick Biden. I'm I'm talking about the people on the ground. Yeah, who I'm should be. About I, if they if are. it were me and I was trying my best to defend my home, the the structure and the uh, the scaffolding and everything that supported the effort is leaving. We've been telling them we were leaving for years. I would I would leave because I don't want to be killed. Like this is not they, they know and plus the the logistics of of this the the Taliban are coming in from Pakistan. They they don't have 
uh bases they don't have like they're coming down from canada (laughs) and and you know and remember this is massachusetts so like they're they started off by going after those jerks up in new hampshire and i mean you know they've got that whole live free or die thing you know i mean a lot of guns in new hampshire i think we're safe on the northern front (laughs) sure but i mean the thing is in vermont no thing is new hampshire is uh you know new hampshire (laughs) is in massachusetts they're not they're not the same as us have you ever seen those big maine women like we don't always necessarily all come together (laughs) Okay, fine. Forget it. Forget it. Now we're almost done with the show. If if you don't want to actually engage with the point we're trying to make, that's fine. Well, and I'm disagreeing we with you fundamentally. That's why, because I think that they had an obligation. To- I don't think you're understanding the point we're no, making. I, th- I think she. I think that the the point is across. Her belief is that she would stay. Well, she would she would stay and fight. Yep. Sure. Uh, and most likely, I can see that you would lose. I would be killed and tortured. True. Yeah, and, and that, I expect that is this, what you would do. And I and expect that, the same of the Afghan citizens to fight. Well, to, that's what's that's happening. what they want. That's they yeah. need to fight for it. They need to have gotten all the equipment they could get from us. It's was it how many trillion dollars at this point that we put in? Too many and people. How many people? And yeah. that I mean, if you if the, there are there are a lot of factors that are going in, and if that's that is your response to this situation that's that's your response like i was just wondering like in that situation this is well the other choice is to take over the country and tell them what they should do right well which i and i can't do i actually was talking to sue about this uh before and Uh uh because i was listening to the to like an expert talking about like like I said, like the the Taliban are basically coming in from outside the country where we can't bomb. Yeah, because uh, it's Pakistan. Pakistan yeah. You know, um, and we the have Allied a lot of people. Power. Yeah. We have a lot of lay people talking about this, and I know I have my opinions about like I don't want war and I don't want like people dying, but I also don't want the Taliban taking over the country because that would be bad. And I don't. I think a lot of a lot of people that I think if you're listening to people that don't have uh, like an education or experience in this sort of thing, and they are saying like a definite thing, I I don't know how to feel about that. Well, you said you don't. You just, I don't know, yeah. and I think that a lot of people, um, especially people that are like terminally online, they they need to think like they don't exactly no because this situation it's a it's afghanistan it's like chinatown you can't do anything <laughs> afghanistan is is called the graveyard of empires for yeah. a reason the only way well, that the people we could... fight very hard for their country yeah and and the they only... are and those are the taliban and not the other guys yeah but... well both there uh... are there are there are people on uh in the taliban and in the afghani forces that are fighting there are a lot of people that are fleeing because this is an intense situation and they're not like hardened soldiers well and the taliban is a unified group yeah it's a unified coordinated religious, army religious army sure so what uh and the Afghani forces are, you know, they're different ethnicities. They have they're from different regions and different tribes. That's sort of the point I was trying to get. It's like, yeah, but I'm from Massachusetts. You know, like it sucks if Vermont gets taken over, but I mean, I care about Massachusetts. Yeah. I'm not going over to Vermont to fight for Vermont. I want to stay here and fight for <laughs> Massachusetts. You know, like, you know, because you know how you like devolved local power and interests, you know, the way you do. 
Yeah. That's the same thing. But now these people in Afghanistan are facing the problem of like, okay, great. But now we're stuck in this hard place because the the Taliban's coming and, you know, we have to, you know, we can fight to the death. Great. But then we're dead. I do think we left the interpreters uh, in the lurch. And Biden's a terrible planner. That's where I was going with that. But sure. But the other people need to man up. That's my opinion. Well, they are, quote unquote, manning up. But yeah. is manning up really going to solve their problems? You don't know till you do it. Uh, huh. <laughs> I, okay. So I do think that uh, uh, wow. people saying like, oh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's it's the failure, really. The, the fault is with the Afghanis for not fighting hard enough. I think that's really just... Well, we can't fight the war for them. We well, can't. we can't, but I think that's really just... We were. I really think that's just looking for an excuse for our misconceived foreign policy adventure, our wanton bloodshed, you know, and and national hubris. But anyway, we do have to wrap up because I hear the music. Um, so, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about this more next week because... Because I, I, I think you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, and I'm right. Yeah. I can tell you both think I'm wrong, but that's fine. Yeah. That's why we do the show. Yeah. So, anyway, enough of my dumb opinions. We're going to take, <laughs> we're going to end up with civil politics here tonight on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Uh, we've got subculture coming up in just a minute, uh, followed by Table of Contents and then OK Asia at midnight. And, uh, yeah, we've got the podcast coming up uh, Monday in the wee hours and a rebroadcast Monday afternoon at 4, so listen to us all over again. And uh, that'll do it for now. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.